Police in Minnesota are stunned after discovering dozens upon dozens of dead bodies being kept in a hospital morgue. Could it be the work of a serial killer? And later, is broth just bone piss? Hear how the answer got several Panera employees fired. From The Onion and Onion Public Radio, I'm Leslie Price, and this is The Topical. Some of today's stories may be disturbing to young children and weak little bitches who can't handle a small dose of reality, so now's the time to kick them out of the room. But if you got the balls to handle the news today, then stay with us. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Earlier this week, authorities were shocked to discover dozens of dead bodies being kept at a hospital morgue at St. Mary's Methodist Hospital in Rochester, Minnesota. Police who arrived on the gruesome scene found 36 bodies, many of which were hidden away in large person-sized refrigerated drawers with others laid out on metal tables covered in eerie white sheets. OPR's Marcy Hammond joins us to provide more information on this horrifying story. Thanks for being here, Marcy. Thank you, Leslie. I wish I were here under different circumstances. Me too. Marcy, do the police have any idea who's responsible for this massacre? Well, so far, they have no idea who is responsible and are baffled by the scene they discovered. I spoke with lead detective Jacqueline Horner about how authorities first discovered the bodies. We received an anonymous tip that bodies might be in this cold, basement-level room of the hospital. When I went to the scene and entered the room, I immediately got bad vibes. Everything was made of metal. It was freezing, and there was surgical equipment lying around. Then I noticed the doors on the walls. I open one, slide out the metal tray that's there, and there's a black bag with a body inside. We pulled open one more, and there's another body. Oh my god. Then another, and another. It's... It's something I'll never forget. I just never could have imagined something like this. What's worse, Detective Horner told me that all of the bodies were completely naked. Oh, God, is this some kind of sick sexual thing? Authorities aren't ruling that out. There are just a lot of peculiarities about how the bodies were found that have police scratching their heads. For example, all of the bodies were perfectly preserved by draining the victim's blood and replacing it with a chemical called formaldehyde. Seems to have been a methodical operation. Right. And on top of all that, each body was meticulously labeled with tags. For what? We don't know. Detective Horner said it was the oddest crime scene she's ever experienced. Well, I think the biggest question is, could we be looking at a serial killer here, Marcy? The police haven't yet dismissed the possibility, especially considering the killer took plenty of photos of the bodies, especially of their wounds. Probably for masturbation purposes. Well, the police did indicate the motives for the pictures could be sexual or just a way to catalog the potential killer's work because he or she was so proud of it. Either way, whoever did this clearly enjoyed studying his or her victims. Here's Horner again. Have you ever encountered a potential serial killer like this? Well, the problem with the serial killer theory is that all the victims were of different ages, genders, and races. Usually serial killers have a specific MO. These victims were all killed in very different ways, which makes it even more confusing and hard to crack. Okay, well, was it clear how they died or were killed? We could tell right away that some were killed from trauma to the head or stab wounds because the killer left very detailed cause of death reports on every victim. How this creep was able to murder some of these people with heart failure, pneumonia, or complications associated with diabetes 
is still unclear. Wow. While Detective Horner even posited that some of the evidence could point them to an underground organization. A lot of the bodies had the chest cavities cracked open and organs removed. We're following leads that these organs were possibly transplanted into other patients who thought their kidney or liver was being taken out to be fixed, not replaced with someone else's used body part. It's totally possible that we've just stumbled across one of the biggest black market human organ farms in the world, but it's too early to tell. What we do know is that we've got one sick monster on our hands who knows no bounds for evil. Absolutely chilling. Marcy, what are the hospital's patients saying? All this happening just a few floors down from them, they've got to be a little concerned. Yes, I spoke to some who feel like many of the hospital patients were in danger of ending up on one of those cold slabs too. It's just a huge betrayal of trust. You come to a hospital thinking that you're going to be cared for, and this whole time there's some psycho running around putting dead bodies in the basement. I knew the doctors here were creeps. They were always telling me to take off my clothes and put on a paper dress while asking me a bunch of personal questions, I'm getting the hell out of here. They were fucking those dead bodies, plain and simple. Come on, what else are you going to do with a dead body? I have to admit, I was thinking the same thing, Marcy. So what happens now? Well, St. Mary's has been shut down indefinitely, and all patients have been sent to other medical facilities across the county while the investigation takes place. Some are saying that this could be tied to the sick necrotainment rings around the country that dress up corpses in formal wear and put them on display in coffins for groups of depraved individuals to stand around and gawk at. Just disgraceful. Whatever happened to respecting the dead by burning them or dumping them in mass graves? I know. Well, we'll be sure to check back with you for more on this, Marcy. That's OPR's Marcy Hammond. Back in a moment. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. If you'd like to stay up to date on the St. Mary's Methodist Massacre covered earlier in the show, you can visit our website for all the latest information. And if you want to see the dead bodies for yourself, just text me and I'll send you some pics our reporters got. They're pretty gross. Anyway, here's what else you need to know today. The FCC is cracking down today on a problem they say is growing more widespread by the day, announcing that they will be raising fines on all television programs for their use of gratuitous will-they-won't-they they plots. Setting up potential love interests as well as narrative roadblocks standing in the way of a relationship could carry fines as high as $4.5 million, with additional fines said to be issued for any season finale that ends in a marriage proposal. And a stunning innovation today in the field of transportation, as Ford has announced they've developed a new SUV that runs purely on gasoline. Engineers at the Ford Motor Company are optimistic about the petroleum-fueled vehicle's capabilities and believe some may be able to run on as little as 18 miles per gallon. Wow, the future truly is now. And it's the end of an era today for one publishing powerhouse. Citing creative differences, Gwyneth Paltrow's Vagina has announced it will be leaving Goop later this month to pursue starting its own luxury lifestyle brand. Paltrow herself commented on her longtime vagina's departure, calling it a, quote, mutual but bittersweet decision, and wished her former genitalia all the best in its future endeavors. Excited to see what it does next. 
That's it for The Topical today. I'm Leslie Price. If you enjoyed today's episode, well, then you're one sick son of a bitch, and you probably shouldn't go around telling people that. But don't worry, your secret's safe with me, so long as you go subscribe to The Topical wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to tune in to tomorrow's episode, where we'll have the harrowing story of the last 24 hours in the life of a death row inmate. Wow, and to think, at this time tomorrow, you won't even be here anymore. Does that make you sad? Please! I just want to be left alone right now. And if that doesn't win us an award, nothing will. You won't want to miss it. We'll see you tomorrow.